0: Hello friends, it's another Tuesday, and I welcome you to The Mental Catalyst. I am Michael Amankwa. The Mental Catalyst, or TMC, is a show that seeks to empower everyone to achieve their purpose and full potential on Earth. Once again, welcome. Last week's episode was episode 6 uh, of season 3, titled The Magical Morning. Uh, today's, today's is episode 7, titled exercising the mind slash reading or reading, basically talking about books. So what is Magical Morning? Uh, Magical Morning is creating a morning routine that that sets a person up for more productive and uplifting day. This routine has a huge impact on how the rest of the day goes. This routine typically includes physical exercise, meditations, morning devotions, positive affirmations visualizations reading and writing or scribbling okay so i'll take that again so what is magical morning Uh, magical morning is creating a morning routine that sets a person up for more productive and uplifting day this routine has a huge impact on how the rest of the day goes this routine typically includes physical exercise meditations morning devotions, positive affirmations, visualizations, reading or writing, and scribbling. So last week I talked about how a lot of us go through life and we are hoping that miracles will happen. Uh, You know, miracles will happen and the dreams we have will be, you know, achieved or come to fruition. But I think that in my search and in my quest for the meaning of life and what one's purpose is, I discovered through some of my readings that... There are certain fundamental things that we ought to do uh, that will help us in, you know, that will better position us to succeed in the things we do. And to be able to do that, uh, we talked about what Magical Morning is, which is a routine that we need to uh, engage in, which will help us or position us to, you know, deliver on the plans or agendas we have, you know, for each day. And not only do we have to do it for, you know, uh, you know, a particular day, but something we have to do, Uh, you know regularly so it becomes very consistent and basically you know the the magical morning you know touches on four key areas of you know our being which is mind body soul and our emotions so your mind takes care of your mindset or your side you know your psychology you know um, your psychology uh, the body takes care of your physical health, you know which means that you have to be of you know good you know health physically you know meaning that you have to be eating right uh, exercising keeping fit and then your soul which has to do with your spirituality you mean which means that you have to have a way of you know ensuring that you know uh, spiritually you are also in tune and you are balanced and then you were talking about your emotions you know being aware of your emotions and knowing how to deal you know stuff like that so I also talked about how you know to To keep this in mind, uh, I talked about how, you know, we can imagine being, you know, a car on four wheels and all of these four pieces represent, you know, each wheel or each tie on a car. And all of them have to be properly inflated and working, you know, uh, together for the car to be able to move well and uh, for it to get to wherever it ought to go. A lot of us, you know, work on, you know, probably just one wheel or two or three but uh at the end of the day we need to you know we need to be running on all four heels so if you are you know you're very good at physical exercise and that's about it you're not doing reading you're not feeding your mind you're not taking care of your spirituality your soul uh you're not in in tune with your emotions then you're actually kind of missing it and you have folks who are very good with spirituality but they are also missing you know uh physical exercise you know that's their fitness they're missing feeding their mind reading and stuff like that so we need to be mindful of uh these four uh, areas to be able to succeed in the things we do and for me it's very revealing because i don't remember in any of my schools or studies where anybody sat me down to teach me you know these four key areas of one's being that needs to be taken seriously in line with one's goals and aspirations to succeed and and I also talked about how I started practicing it from you know November eleventh, and uh, I think very soon I would have done almost a month. And I'm, I've said it you know severely, that this thing is explosive, it's mind blowing, it truly really, truly works, and. I, I always look forward to waking up at 5 a.m. to embark upon my morning ritual. And not only that, but now, as I said from the last episode, I have, you know, uh, a set of friends who have also joined the movement and they are all participating and the feedback is about the same. So if you've not tried it, uh, you want to try it, you can get in touch with me and we can look at how to, you know, go about it. But it's something I strongly recommend. I strongly recommend. So I talked about how... We're going to be uh, taking pieces of it and then so the next couple of weeks we take pieces and then we talk about it. So today's is about, you know, reading or exercising the mind, which is one of the, you know, the rituals that we need to perform within the magical morning. So, you know, remember mind, body, soul and emotion. So today we are talking about the mind, okay, the mind. The mind is a terrible thing to waste, right? So we're talking about the mind. We all know that. The mindset is also, you know, everything. So today we're talking about the mind. So as always, I want to tell you a little story about a guy called Jean uh, Dominique Barbe. His uh, he was a French journalist, an author, and an editor. There's a guy in his, you know, the twilight of his life, very, very young guy, and he suffered very severe stroke, massive stroke, massive, massive, massive stroke. And uh, he actually got into coma. He got into coma. And then when he was diagnosed, he found out that he was actually, he had a condition called locked-in syndrome. And at locked-in syndrome, what it meant was that he was totally paralyzed, totally, totally paralyzed. But luckily for him, if I may say, luckily for him, he could only move his left eye, his left eye. That was the only thing that he could move on his entire body. He couldn't move his arms. He couldn't move his legs. He couldn't move anything else, but he could only blink. Its left eye, so Dominic, you know, uh, who was in his early forties at the time, you know, got into this situation where most people would have, you know, given up. But the interesting thing was that his brain was still functioning. His brain was still functioning. So Dominic, you know, um, what's his name? Jean Dominic, you know, decided to write. You know, I think he got an invitation to write a book about his experience because. Even though his mind was working, he you know to him he was trying to like communicate with people and stuff like that, but nobody could hear him because he couldn 't move his 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 lips to utter you know the words and stuff like that. But in his mind, he thought he was communicating, and the experience that he was living, he realized that look it was an experience that had to be shared so a book and a movie was made out of his life, uh, so what happened was that they got him you know his physical uh, his speech therapist and physical therapist, you know, came together and they looked at how they could work with, you know, Jean-Dominique to actually communicate. So what they devised, you know, a communication strategy whereby, you know, he, he would be blinking his left eye to read, you know, to, to, to depict the letters or the letters that made, made up words that he wanted to communicate. So that is how, you know, his book was, you know, was written. So you can imagine, you're there, you cannot actually move. And all you could do is blink. So now anytime he had to blink, you know, uh, the, the, the the people around him, which was the, the speech therapist and then the physical therapist, they, they, they had to interpret, you know, his, his blinking as in, you know, what it represented. So through that process, you know, he was able to communicate how he felt his thoughts and stuff like that, for which his book was written, and then a movie was made out of it. So this book and movie, was titled um, The The Diving Bell and the Butterfly. The Diving Bell and the Butterfly. So you can check it out. But for me, this story is very uh, powerful in the sense that most of us in that state would have given up on life. We would not even think about going that extra mile of actually trying to write a book and sharing our experience with the world. Okay, so you're talking about perseverance. You're talking about people who don't give up. So when I chanced on this story in one of the books I just read not too long ago, I was like, wow, you know, when we put our mind to stuff, we can actually do so much. We can actually do so much. So if you're listening, you're watching. Most of us are in, you know, are in a whole lot better position than Jean Dominic was. So we don't have excuses to be where we are not pursuing our dreams and aspirations and doing the things that we ought to do for ourselves, our families, and for humanity as a whole. So if you're listening, always remember that even Jean-Dominique uh, was able to blink so many times to be able to get a book written, okay? So when I was reading, and, 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 and by the way, uh, on the 4th of December this year, 2021, about three days ago, I actually completed my 52nd book, my 52nd book so the target that i laid out from the beginning of the year that i was going to read 52 books my brothers and sisters and my friends actually have completed was it easy it wasn't in the in the previous years i've always had targets of reading you know this number of books as well but what is different this time around the difference is that one i had publicly put it out there that i was going to read 52 books a year, yeah. Therefore, and then also, not only did I just say it, I was going to be sharing the books I read when I started, when I finished, and all of that on a regular basis for others to also, you know, follow and you know choose some of the books to read if they want to read from it. So, but the, the, not only did I just put it out there, you know, it, it made me more accountable to the people that were, you know, watching and listening and, and following the TMC program. So that forced me to read. But what I also learned from that exercise, which I think later I will be sharing, is, you know, in other episodes, is that being able to track, you know, my, 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 my progress also helped me pick up my slack when I slacked. So there were periods where I would just go weeks on end without reading because maybe I was just in a bad state. And you, we all know, Charlie, we all have our own little issues here and there, you know. But what I've learned from it is once you set the goals, you want to pace yourself in a way that, uh, you, you know, you're, you're not loading too much you know but by by virtue of my personality and my character and you know my mindset i'm able to you know put everything aside and then push myself to catch up when i'm falling short so going forward in 2022 i'm just going to make sure that i i pace myself well okay so now here's the thing here's the thing now having read these 52 books my brothers and sisters there's so much i have learned There's so, so much I have learned, and I I can't find the the words to describe it. And I don't know how I can get everybody to read. I don't know how, okay? But here's the thing about reading, really. It's really not hard. It's really not hard. It's not that difficult. You just have to decide you want to read because what? You cannot truly succeed. Yeah, truly. I mean, that's my opinion. Without feeding your mind. The mind is so powerful. Just like how you have your physical muscles, yeah? We exercise them, we do sit-ups and things like that. We have six-pack, we have biceps and things, and we are flexing and, you know, we are feeling cool. But your mind, it's so powerful that when you feed it, when you exercise it, you have no idea where it can take you. You have no idea where it can take you. And especially if you figure out what your life's purpose is and you are determined to live, uh, you know, a meaningful life, yeah? And you know that, look, your mind is a critical part to that success. You're going to realize that you cannot joke with your mind, okay? So, the average adult reads about 200 to 50, 200 to 250 words a minute. That you know, a typical adult reads about two hundred to two hundred and fifty words per minute. An average book on Amazon, yeah, typically it's about sixty four thousand words. Sixty four thousand words. So now if you take sixty four thousand words divided by two hundred, you know, words per minute, you're gonna get three hundred and twenty minutes. Okay? So if you if you take a book, an average book on Amazon for example, it's gonna take you about three hundred and twenty minutes to go through that book. Now, if you divide that 320 by 7, you're going to get 45 minutes. So the 7 is 7 days in a week. So if it's going to take you 320 minutes a week to read a book, it's going to take you 45 minutes a day to read that book. Now, you can actually read 20 minutes in the morning, 10 minutes in the afternoon whilst you're having lunch, and 10 minutes before you go to bed. You would have done your 45. So it's no excuse not to read. It is no excuse not to read. Okay, So this is just to give you an idea as to look how you can break down your target. And, and, if, and, and here's the thing. The most successful people in the world read, you know, I mean, most successful people are avid readers. They're voracious readers. They read like crazy because they know the benefits of reading. And I'm going to be sharing some of the benefits. So as I always do, I go through some of the quotes here. Um, so the first one is a person who won't read has no advantage over one who cannot read. Mark Twain. Yeah, A person who won't read has no advantage over one who can't read. So we go to all of these schools. We are proud that we went to all of these schools. We are proud that our schools have won National Science Quiz, you know, contests and all of those things. And we are not reading and we are slacking and stuff like that. And somebody who is a slacking literate. what is the difference between, you know, us and them? What's the difference? So it's not about you know you having the ability to read and not reading and feeling cool about it if you have the ability use it use it and don't take it for granted okay use it for granted don't don't take it for granted the next one is if you're going to get anywhere in life you have to read a lot of books rolled down yeah if you're going to get anywhere in life you have to read a lot of books see my brothers and sisters I am an entrepreneur, I have pursued, I have invested time and all of that. I've been through it and I've realized that, look, a lot of time things have been missed, and What has it been? It is me being able to acquire knowledge, be imaginative and be creative in the process to create solutions that will create wealth, okay? And give me that satisfaction that I've always sought, okay? So if you are going to get anywhere in life, you have to read a lot of books. This is proven, it's out there. The most successful people that a lot of us admire, that we, 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 we look up to, we read about them and stuff like that, dig into your lives, and you're going to realize what you don't take for granted is reading. So if you want to get anywhere, please, please start reading now after TMC. The third one, show me a family of readers, and I'll show you I'll show you the people who move the world, yeah. Show me a family of readers and I'll show you the people who move the world. This is Napoleon Bonaparte. yeah. Show me a family of readers. So what he's talking about is, look, the people who are the movers and shakers, really, to a large extent, are people who read. They feed their minds. Okay? The next one is, think before you speak and read before you think. Fran Lebowitz. Think before you speak. Read before you think you think i hope you got it i don't have to go too much into that the next one is i always read you know how sharks have a have to keep swimming or they die i'm like that if i stop reading i die this is by patrick rothfuss i'll take that one again i always read you know how sharks have to keep swimming or they die i'm like that if I stop reading, I die. So sharks that are swimming in the ocean, the seas and stuff like that, when they stop swimming, they die. And this guy is saying that, look, if he stops reading, he dies. Now, the interesting thing is this. Even though I have finished my, 50, you know, my 52 books about three days ago, I am still reading. I am still reading. Because guess what? It's become a habit. It's become part and parcel of my life. So I am still reading. I am still reading. I'm still reading. So and I can relate to this guy's quote so much because if you stop reading, you die. Okay? Just like how the shark, the the, the sharks stop swimming, they die. The next one is a room without books is like a body without a soul. Imagine you not having a soul. You're dead. And if you ha- look at your house, look at your house, where do you have your books? Do you really have books? If you don't have hard copy books, do you have books on your electronic devices? And not only do you have to have the books, do you read them? It's not for decoration. Do you read them? Do you read them? Not too long ago, one of the books I read, I talked about an average house in the US that is worth more than $250,000. Most of the guys have libraries in those houses. They have libraries in those houses. So the question is, do you have books where you live and where you are? If not, not only do you have to have the books, you have to read them. Then the last one is, if we encounter a man of rare intellect, we should ask him what books he reads. Ralph Waldo Emerson. If we encounter a man of rare intellect, we should ask him what books he reads. I have read the 52 books, and I can tell you, that it's transformed me. It's preparing me. It's preparing me for my time. My time is now. It's coming. I can feel it. I can taste it. And with the discovery of Magical Morning, where I'm taking care of my mind, my body, my soul, and my emotions, I know something great is coming. Not only do I know, I also know because my friends who are also practicing Magical Morning with me. Also know, because they all confess. And if you're listening, get in touch. I don't want any of you at the end of your life look back and regret. Look back and regret. There is no need. Because we have the power. We have the power to own our lives. Now, what are some of the benefits of Reading. What are some of the benefits of reading? One, reading can make you more empathetic, okay? So a lot of times, when you don't read, you don't have that exposure, that experience, it's very difficult for you to relate and connect with people, okay? So when I look at Maury, in Tuesdays with Maury, and him you know, deteriorating all the way to the end where he passes on and stuff like that, I'm able to actually put myself in his, you know, in his shoes, try to understand how he's feeling, what he's going through. And it helps me understand, you know, when people have loved ones who are in similar situations and, you know, it helps me try. It helps me understand. It helps me relate better and it helps me love them in ways that normally I wouldn't have okay so that's what reading does for you when you read it, it puts you you know depending on what you're reading obviously it puts in a certain mindset gives you certain experience and stuff that just positions you to be a better person especially when you're reading with the intent of being a better person you're reading with the intent of self-developing and you know improving yourself so the next one it, it also helps you fight you know also and dementia dimension stuff like that when you're reading you know, you're exercising your mind it helps you, you know, a lot of times because you exercise your mind and stuff like that. Your mind is active, the neurons and things are kicking and stuff like that. So it actually delays setting, you know, mental disorders or illnesses and challenges as we age, right? As we age. And we all know that, look, as you age, you know, your mind becomes dull. It starts losing its potency and power and stuff like that. So if you want to delay that, one of the things to do is to do what? Not only do you just have to read, but you have to do certain, you know, activities mental activities you can you can play chess you can you know you can do puzzles you know you can read you can do a lot of things to stimulate your mind and keep your mind sharp okay so you know there's no point going to all of this hassle and at the end of the day things that we could prevent by just reading we don't right we, we, we don't so that one you do your. And reading can help you distress. Look, we all know today, Charlie. Wahala day, every day we are all stressed. We are all stressed. Charlie, you are looking for money, money's not coming, case issues, family issues, love issues, all of it, Charlie, all over, yeah? But you gotta find ways of distressing. So that you don't go and get high blood pressure and then all of a sudden you get stroke and then you pop. So reading actually helps you distress okay and i like the part about reading in the sense that when you have your goals your purpose and you are reading in line with it yeah it's so beautiful it's so brilliant because guess what you have this confidence you have this hope you know even though you're you're not where you ought to be you just know that it's only a matter of time you're going to get there okay so it helps you distress so i will always say look if you're feeling stressed get a good book get a good book before when I feel loaded and I feel down and blue and stuff like that, I will just turn on the TV and watch Game of Thrones. I'll watch, uh, just name it. I'll sit down and watch all the whole weekend of stuff. Waste, waste, waste. But I've realized that when I read, it counts me down. I'm focused. And guess what? I'm learning a whole lot more from it than watching the TV. Okay? So reading before bed can also help you sleep. Sleep. It's very, very essential. Quality sleep is very essential. So you remember I talked about reading in the morning, reading in the afternoon, before you, in the evening also? Read. And when you read and you're going to bed, it's your subconscious. So sometimes when you're dreaming, you even dream about the things that you read before you went to bed. Before you went to bed. So sometimes for those who are entrepreneurs, those who are problem solvers, inventors, innovators, and things like that, you'll be surprised. The kind of dream you may have just because of what you read before you went to bed. And that may be your ticket to a breakthrough. Okay. It can also boost brain power. I've talked about that. Okay. So the next one is it helps you acquire more knowledge and intelligence. I'll talk about this later. A lot of people who describe Michael as his very, very confident he, you know, he didn't feel himself, he thinks, you know, whatever and whatever. I've always said that, look, no great person achieved anything of significance with timidity. And confidence is something you cannot trade. A lot of us, by virtue of our environment and how we've been brought up and stuff like that, we are scared to be confident. We are scared to exhibit confidence. And I'm not talking about arrogance. I am talking about confidence and I can proudly and boldly say, you know what? I am a confident person and I'll forever remain a confident person because guess what? Without confidence, I cannot finish 52 books. I cannot do TMC every Tuesday. I cannot dream of impacting the lives of a billion people and taking a day at a time. I can't do that. Without confidence, I cannot avail myself to anybody who reaches out to me to tap into my resource. Okay? So reading gives me substance. Reading, you know, you know, sharpens my intellect. Reading allows me to have sharp, you know, transformative, you know, conversations. Okay? Reading helps me have, you know, talk about ideas in ways that can transform lives, that can change the narrative. So if you're listening, don't be timid. I am not saying that, look you know, be overly stupidly confident with that substance. If you say you're going to do something, do it. Back it up. Because with that confidence, you can't, you can't fight the challenges of life. You can't overcome the mountains. You can't. So be confident. And reading helps you become confident. It also sharpens your, your intellect and helps you acquire more knowledge. It also helps you with your vocabulary. It helps you become an effective communicator as well okay reading can also provide a sense of belonging so a lot of times when I read as an entrepreneur and we are going through all of this hustle and all these challenges and ups and downs and you have self-doubt and people around you start shunning you because things are not going the way it's supposed to go and you are beginning to question who you know your existence you want to commit suicide you want to sleep and not wake up we go through all of those things a lot of times we don't talk about them but sometimes it's very dark it's hard yeah but when you are reading stories about other people who have done the things you've done. You realize that, look, your story is nothing compared to theirs. And other times what you're going through, they've gone through it and more. So this helps you become, you know, it helps you to love yourself more. It helps you to have that sense of belonging because you need all of these things, yeah, to help you move forward. So reading is something you cannot compromise. It's non-negotiable. So if you're listening, if you're watching, I beg of you, I beg of you, I beg of you, before you open your mouth to eat, ask yourself, have you read? Have you read? Before you open your mouth to to kiss, ask yourself, have you kissed? If you haven't, tell the lady or tell the guy, please hold on. I need to read two pages and I can kiss you, yeah? Yes, it's that serious. It's that serious because guess what? When, anyway, let me not go there. So, reading is an essential part of what we want to become it's non-negotiable it's non-negotiable now here's the interesting thing about reading imagine you want to shoot an arrow and you're blindfolded for you know you're blindfolded you want to shoot an arrow to hit a target there's absolutely no way you are going to hit that target obviously if the target is you know way in front of you and you're behind and stuff like that there's no way you can hit that target blindfolded now we have goals And we are blindfolded and we think we can achieve those goals we can't but you need to remove those blindfolds by reading by reading so that way when you are firing at a target you can see the target you can aim at it and you can shoot so when you have plans read reading unfolds what the blind and and allows you to do what shoot at a target so you can hit it okay so magical morning exercise feed your mind and the reading is not just about just reading books you can actually do listen to audio books you can do different type of activities but it's important for you to read good books regularly on a daily basis feed your mind okay i also want to use this opportunity to thank Last week's narrators, Kingsford Owusu in the UK, Shelly Aqua Harrison, Aishalene For Tamaklo, Ogachuku Ngweke, Rachel O'Dampton, John Smith, Asante Shibara, okay? I want to thank these fine folks who have been supportive of the TMC show, who have been narrators for the TMC. If you are watching, you're listening, you want to be part of TMC, you want to be a narrator, get in touch. And on this note, I want to say thank you so much again for, you know, spending time with, with me on uh, TMC. I, 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 I wish I had a million dollars to give to everybody who reads a book. And there's another one I want to leave you with. Your circle of friends influence how successful you're going to be. Take the five, take five people that you interact with on a daily basis or as frequently as possible. Ask these five people in the past 90 days what books have they read. If these people have not read any books in the past 90 days, then reevaluate your circle of influence. Reevaluate your circle of influence. Your circle of influence. I didn't say your circle of friends, who your circle of influence in the past 90 days if they've not read any book the writing is on the wall on that note i love you guys till we meet again next week keep safe don't forget to grab a book